It's impossible to know the future. But if things slow down, it helps to be prepared. This, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Dr. Gene Hensler and Nick Antonucci. And uh, anyway, uh, well, we wanted to talk a little, a uh, little about the. Uh, uh, the market. I mean, obviously, we we came into this talking a good bit about the economy and returns, uh, but um, you know we do have a situation we wanted to run through. What's going on with the market? Uh, so this past week, the Dow shed two percent. Uh, we had the Fed come out and talk about uh, economic conditions are are not. Uh, as as bright as might seem, a lot of uncertainty, no doubt. Um, and and the bin- benchmarks, you know, the market benchmarks actually traded off pretty hard on uh, Jerome Powell's news. And um, you know, if you if you think about things, uh, there's Jerome still... Powell is the chairman of the Federal Reserve. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, the, the lack of clarity still remains, uh, in how we come out of this. Obviously, you know, restaurants are just starting to talk about opening. It was middle of, uh, this past week. Yeah. That, uh, we've seen barbers actually open and, uh, they've been allowed to for the last couple of weeks in Georgia, but, uh, I think a lot of them stayed closed. Dr. Gene, you talked about part of it. I think the government response and the fact that uh, individuals get that extra $600 for having no job has gotten many of them not uh, in a huge rush to get off the off the couch. But um, well, you know, the owners of restaurants, you know, it, it's uh, the the problem has been is is that it's one thing to open your doors, and it's another thing for people to show up. Right. Sure. And people are very leery to go out. I know a couple of owners of restaurants who have, were opening, going to be open every day, whatever. I decided they were only, only going to be open, you know, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. You know, that's when they were doing the majority of their business. And I think for an awful lot of people, as we well know, it's difficult to run a restaurant with 50% or 30% of capacity uh, whenever in order to make money restaurants have to run to make a profit restaurants have to run 80 90 percent or they go out of business and and what we're seeing is all these restaurants who say well we're just not going to open up yeah it's going to be difficult i mean if you're going to have to distance uh folk diners i guess uh how in the world are you going to run at 80 or 90 percent it's it's going to be nearly impossible. So you know, being able to to uh, be profitable in the in the reopen might make it really and and uh, I I've unattractive. Just being out walking around um, in the city, you know, some places have opened for for you know in in restaurant dining. dining, but what a lot have started doing. I guess the city probably okayed this, but. They've moved tables outside on the sidewalk. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I you was, have the, a lot more outdoor Nick, seating. I, I, than was you gonna, have. I was going to mention that they can get they can seat an awful lot of people outdoors. Right. Our uh, our our uh, Marietta Country Club has done it. They basically have walk up dining, mm-hmm. and you go out and sit on a little lawn 
where they can spread these tables way apart from each other, and it still gives you a festive kind of a thing. And uh, I've driven by a couple places, and outdoors was 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 pretty doggone busy. Yeah, last night I was I was walking back, and I, there's a restaurant right outside my door, and they've exp- they have a patio, but they've actually taken more tables and expanded outside their fence onto just the common sidewalk. Well, wouldn't you feel ten times more comfortable doing that than walking? Absolutely, inside, inside? they were they were well, and I still haven't gone out and eaten in a restaurant or anything like that, but. Uh, they really? were very they were very well spaced out on the outside and everything and that's what I think it's going to take to really get people to to return to that kind of normalcy. Yeah. Well, I, I think we talked right. about the McDonald's and the guys with drive-throughs who survived very well. And yeah. They're starting to open up some of the inside, but that's been successful. Yeah. One thing that was uh, some numbers that I I found very interesting. Uh, guys, was how few companies have cut their dividends. Yeah, that's uh, you would expect that they, you would have seen more of that. Now, I would assume a lot of these are probably in energy. So you've had 33 uh, S&P 500 companies suspend their dividend. Um, Consumer discretionary. Out of, out of 500. So uh, I mean, yeah. that's really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The thing for me, though, is what is the next quarter look like is there some ah, sort of a so lag factor going to be that these but you don't think that these people were looking ahead i think they were but maybe didn't didn't Hanging anticipate on. anticipate the shutdown uh, lasting as long as it did ah. um but um, could be wrong i hope i'm wrong um but i would expect that there's probably going to be more to come yeah, I would have thought it would have been higher than that's that's less than ten percent. Yeah, now they just yeah. called it a suspension of dividend for thirty three companies and then twelve actually cut their dividend. So uh, you know, that and Nick pointed oh, it out. Would you be surprised the difference between a suspension and a cut? well, yeah. A cut is they're gonna continue paying it at a lower rate for the unforeseen future. Yep. Oh, and the suspension is we we're might not paying it for it back. Now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would expect. A suspension is we're not paying it this quarter. Uh, we very well will bring it back in, in the next few quarters at a similar rate. And I think you're starting to see dividend growth. You're starting to see the expectations for that change as well, because I know, you know, I update our equity income portfolio. Yes. And if you'd have asked me a year ago, I'd say that the growth, dividend growth rate on our portfolio is probably about 8%. And that's come all the way down to about 55 5.75%. Yeah. Now, you still get an attractive dividend yield. You're getting yeah, 422 in that portfolio. Exactly, more than 4%. Yeah. But the dividend growth growth expectations have come down yeah yeah no doubt uh, and and it's something that we we watch closely we have been bitten by that though uh, royal dutch shell who had uh, paid a dividend since 1945 uh pulled a quick one and and uh cut a dividend that was by all measures well covered yep. 1.3 times uh and again you know having a company history of of that it's uh it's you usually assume it's unlikely that that's going to happen. And again, uh, we feel like they went to the extreme. They kind of threw right. the kitchen sink. Well, they talk about uh, how much did they cut, guys? Uh, they cut it by two thirds. Uh, it's and still, it's still uh, yielding like four percent. Yeah, it's almost. three point eight, something like that. But uh, they had cut their dividend by by two thirds, um, and and they do intend to continue paying that, but. 
Uh, like I say, the thing that was strange is when you heard management talk about it during their uh, their earnings release, um, they talked about the fact that they believe energy is, is it was almost like that uh, uh, terminal talk, you know, that we used to hear eight, ten years ago, uh, you know, where energy was not going to be sustainable in the long run. Uh, fossil fuels were going away and we were going to see uh, more electric cars and, and that sort of talk. So uh, they talked about long-term demand being damaged from this. And maybe, you know, we're talking about that in commercial real estate too. Uh, are we are we saying that uh, the days of the bumper-to-bumper traffic for uh morning and evening are, are gone i i think that's kind of what well, I Royal think there's Dutch two was interesting believing. the two interesting take interesting takes on that because like you said there's that side where more people will work from home um you won't be commuting in as much but then you have cities like new york where i'm seeing stories where people are going out and purchasing vehicles who live in the city right. because now they're saying they're not going to take public transportation any yep. longer well who was damaged most it, it was those yeah. areas uh, so I think I think it's uh, another one of those spots where we could see it going either way, but we really don't have any clarity on what comes next. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, definitely a different time uh, when it comes to those those dividends. It's something that we all rely on. The S&P 500's uh, dividend yield is still right around two percent. At one point, at the bottom, I think we got a got a dividend yield of about 2.2 um, and then well the companies the companies who have been doing best through this whole thing are companies that are basically are uh, seen as dividend payers otherwise the high tech firms many of them exactly because of because of the fact that we're all uh, basically teleworking yeah so it uh, it has definitely benefited uh technology as much or more than many of the other businesses tell you what dr gene let's take a real quick break a blake or a break or whichever yeah and uh, when we come back we'll talk some more about this you're listening to money talks All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.